What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Ready? Go. There was a disappointing lack of memeable Mark Zuckerberg moments. No sunscreen at all. <laughs> Not a single drop. He looked like a normal human almost. Yeah, except like slightly moister. Why did we even watch it at this point? <laughs> it was actually very interesting though because the, the keynote was delayed, the MetaConnect keynote. Uh, like twice? No, once, once, just once. Okay. But it was very interesting because I've been covering tech news since 2013. I've never seen that happen unless I'm like tripping and it did happen one time, but the like 10 a.m. rolls around. All right, we're gonna, it's the big hype event. All the journalists are here. Tell us about your stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, 30 minutes, please. Yeah, it wasn't a small delay yeah. either. It was yeah. half an hour. It was a sizable delay. Like, it's normal for these things to start a couple minutes late. But anyways, but the reason they were doing that is because it was actually live, which I thought was an interesting choice coming from Meta where this, like, this is a fairly, there were some fairly big announcements made at this event. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they we, we got a look at the Oculus Quest 3. We That was already announced, but this time they fleshed out the specs and the features gave us a date date price and which is very interesting in the context of like apple and uh, them announcing the vision pro uh in the welcome summer welcome to spatial computing when is it coming i don't know <laughs> i know what we're calling it though they talked about the uh, the quest 3 they talked about uh ai which up till now has just been kind of open source stuff. They've got Llama out mm -hmm. there and they, you know, release their research and other people tinker with it. And now it's going to be their own standalone thing, Meta yeah. AI, and complete with celebrities. We'll get to that. And I'm so ready. They also released Gen 2 of their Ray-Ban uh, smart glasses, which to me might have been the coolest thing there. These new ones have all those capabilities, but you can also live stream... Uh, from them so mm -hmm. it's like a head mounted camera so you can do stuff while you're streaming to mm -hmm. people but the more interesting thing to me is the fact that meta ai which is what meta is calling their ai their ai which is weird because the division of the company is also called meta ai like the the division that mm -hmm. works on this stuff and yeah. now they've called their product meta ai Anyways, they, they released their ChatGPT sort of service. It's a chatbot now. It's not just a model. So that chatbot is integrated into the glasses. You can look at stuff, and because of the multimodal capabilities, and we'll get into that, you can... It can What's that? It knows what you're looking at, and it can answer questions about it. You're looking at a monument, and you're like, what's this thing? You're looking at a sign in another language. You're like, what does that say? You're... How many Lady Dimitrescu's tall is that building? <laughs> It could answer that because <laughs> yeah. it also has a hook into Bing. Yeah, it has real-time yeah. information. But first, before we talk about that, I do want to talk about the Quest 3 because Meta, you know, they've really been pivoting into AI in a big way mm -hmm. because all of these companies are encroaching on their territory. They absorbed Oculus and then deleted the name. Mm-hmm. And then, then all of a sudden, Apple comes out and it's like, guess what? We're making VR headsets too. Mm-hmm. I mean, mixed reality, spatial, spatial computing. Spatial computing. So, yeah, it was, it was it, there was a bunch of riding on this, I guess. If they could come out and show that they have a product that 
is a compelling alternative, <laughs> which is funny. I'm funny that I'm even saying that to the $3,500 headset that Apple is going to release in, in next year. Um, you know, that would be compelling, but I don't know. You said that you wanted to buy the Vision Pro very, very hard last time. I didn't say that I wanted to buy it. I said I could see the, I could see like a market for it. Yeah. And how many pre-orders did you place? <laughs> like 17. <laughs> I took out a lot of loans. I'm not in a... I'm going to be honest. It's a good thing I'm sitting down because my kneecaps are not working if you understand <laughs> what I'm saying. They're about to not be working because <laughs> they're coming for you. Oh, they already have. Yeah. But the Quest 3 is cheaper, but I'm still disappointed because it's 499 which is $200 more than the Quest 2 launched for at mm. 299 And then they bumped it up to 399 at some point because they were like, wait a second, people are buying these. <laughs> we can... We can up the price. Um, so it's $499, $500, one-seventh the cost of the Vision Pro. But we saw that it can do, a, I mean, it can do a lot of the things that the Vision Pro can do. Mm. You compared the specs. You made a table for us. I did. And also I should mention that the Quest 2, is, at least as far as I know, it is now $299. It's back to $299. Oh, the Quest, oh, okay. Yeah. That's actually good. It's $299 or like... It's three hundred dollars. I hate saying two ninety nine. It's three hundred dollars, yeah, yeah, or it's three fifty for the two fifty six. That's what we should say. Two fifty six could get by version. A little bit here. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's interesting because you know Meta launched the Quest Pro. Mm. I just envisioned the Starfield text coming up. Nobody liked that. <laughs> You're playing Starfield. I just I think it's funny because like I just think of, I think of the Fallout Four meme. Oh. Which is the oh, same they, thing. Everyone had the disliked same thing? that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Everyone disliked that. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't play Fallout 4. Probably for the best. Yeah. Nobody liked the Quest Pro, so it's interesting to see that, you know, Meta kind of took that and they were like, hmm, okay, no one wants to buy a $1,500 headset. That's crap. Let's go for a $500 headset, but they're still doing this, they're still adding this tier structure. Mm -hmm. So like... I think a lot of people, maybe I was dumb to expect this, but I expected the Quest 3 to kind of be what the Quest 2 was, which is just like a straight update for the Quest. The original Quest was cheap as well. I forget mm. how much. I think it was more expensive. I think mm. it launched for like $499 right. or $399. I forget. Um, but then the Quest 2 launched, and it launched at a cheaper price. And it's like, it's a better product, and mm. it's still very cheap. Uh, I thought the Quest 3 was going to follow that line. And be a better product at a similar price. Yes, but they're clearly okay. We're going to keep the Quest Two in circulation. It's still a decent headset, mm -hmm. and now we're going to have a more premium option in the Quest Three. Mm -hmm. It's an Apple model, ironically, because Apple continues to sell their older phones as like the cheaper mm -hmm. version, uh, and they keep their lineup kind of continually shifting. I mean, I think it's good in in, in this case because. You know, it, it's, there's not a lot of headsets in the space, mm. and having more budget options, it makes it's, it makes business sense in terms of you know increasing the amount of potential customers you can have. But it also just kind of makes sense for people who say don't have the money to drop five hundred dollars on you know an Oculus Three, but they still want to experience a little bit of VR. 
Mm. You know, it's kind of nice to be able to, you know, dip your toes in the water, have something that can still connect to your PC that can do like pass through so you can play VR games from your computer. Yeah. I mean, interestingly, I mean, I'm assuming the Quest 3 can connect to your PC. Then you'll be correct. <laughs> uh, like the Quest 2, but they didn't, they didn't talk about that at all. I think in like, uh, you know, they used to make the Oculus Rift, mm-hmm. which was a PC only uh, VR headset. And now it seems like, well, we have these other examples, like the Valve Index is still around and Big Screen Beyond um, is a, I believe that's a PC headset, right? It's yes, not standalone. It is, which is weird because they market themselves as like, it's the smallest VR headset. And it's like, yes, but you can't move. <laughs> You're you, just there. You can't move? Well, I mean, in the sense that it's it has not room standalone, scale. right? Like it's... But interesting, yeah, it doesn't come with any trackers. No, it doesn't come with any trackers, it doesn't come with any controllers. Ships in Q3 2023, like right now? Yeah, yeah. You order it, and they they customize it for you. And here's where it gets stupid and kind of cool. So they do a 3D face scan, so they can make it to not only your face, but also your interpupillary distance. Oh. But... No adjusting? No adjusting. But... Well, I, I don't know if it, it doesn't have adjustment as much as it is it, it's dialed in for your specific IPD. Mm. The thing is, you need an iPhone XR or later to get the face scan. And what they say in the in the FAQ is like, if you don't have an iPhone, borrow one from a friend. And if you don't have a friend, go to the Apple store and use one from there because you can use it straight from Safari. Okay, so yeah, this is a weird this is a weird one. It doesn't really fit in. Uh, uh, easily to you know your paradigm of what you think a vr headset is yeah but look at that resolution but it is it is a good alternative for you know there are some people like in the five percent that don't have that aren't fitting into normal ipd that aren't between 58 to 70 right whatever the normal big screen is still there that's a pc thing but the quest 3 is really moving towards this like um mixed reality mm-hmm. standalone no wires no cables situation and you wear it around your house at all times so you can see all the fun little knickknacks the virtual knickknacks yeah so that was one of the never take it off (laughs) that was one of the things that they talked about is um the fact that you can have these things called augments uh because the quest 3 i i didn't i haven't looked at the like specific sensors what that it has and whatnot but like you can it'll do automatic space mapping now or i think they call it scene capture Mm. where you just kind of look around slowly in your area and it will map everything into the virtual world and then you can place virtual objects in physical space at, at that stay there and and the thing is too is is apparently it like recognizes objects and gets depth too because like there was an earlier leak even before this where like they found like clips in the firmware and they it, they looked at a couch it recognized it as like ending and there's being something behind it and also labeled it as couch mm. so like it's pretty pretty cool oh it's also got like object recognition apparently yeah well, at least from those earlier leaks i mean obvious you know if the meta ai it's if it's integrated into the ray-ban glasses it's gonna be in the it's gonna yeah, be in their headset that, that is also one of the selling points is that uh, quest 3 will also have meta ai right we we thought we thought that uh facebook account being required to log in to the quest was a was a problem and now you're gonna have ai in your in your head you're gonna have dm snoop dog right there okay you're gonna have international funny man <laughs> that's for mr later. beast <laughs> that's for later that's for later yeah the augments were one of the things that i definitely thought were kind of cool about the quest 3 portion of the of the presentation was there anything 
they stuck out to you? I mean, the thing that really stuck out to me was how much they were really seeming to gun for Apple through that entire presentation. Like, every time they showed, like, footage of, like, a computer, except when they were talking about Windows 365, it Mm. was a Mac. It's like, you're going to work. It's like, it just so happens that you're using Mac OS. And then, like, it's like, you can put a big screen in your room. And it's like, like, everything, it was like, it was like beat for beat. Like, this is what the Vision Pro does, and we do it for one-seventh the price. It very much, yeah, there were there were specific moments that very much called to mind, like Apple's Vision Pro uh, announcement. And yeah, there was the big screen one. There was the using your, your Mac desktop window. Using your hands as controllers. Oh. That was a thing. Oh, well, yeah, big, yeah Quest 2 has that as well. Because Vision Pro, yeah, Vision Pro is all your hands. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Like, I forgot about that. It's very simple. All you got to do is use your hands. <laughs> I don't know who that was supposed to be. It's sort of, I was going to try and do Tim Cook, and then I came out and I was like, this is not Tim Cook. Our Tim Cook impressions will get more and more sassy as the video progresses. But yeah, the the demos that they showed really called to mind Apple's presentation, and it 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 did, honestly, for me, that's why I was kind of like, all right, let's look at the specs here, mm-hmm. because... Resolution-wise, I want to know what the overall quality difference. Obviously, like Apple is, you know, it's their first uh, spatial computing product, but I do expect that there's going to be a level of polish Mm. there that is just not there for any other VR product Mm. or or mixed reality or whatever. Well, I mean, just look at the front glass. It's very polished. Mm. You can see laugh straight in. That was a laugh. Laugh at me. That was a laugh. The one of the other comparisons I do want to mention that's not in the in the spec list is something I just thought of now is briefly they talked about in the Vision Pro about like how you can use Apple Arcade and you can play games on the Vision Pro mm. and then Meta comes out and they're like Xbox Game Pass cloud yeah. cloud gaming that's okay I forgot about the Apple Arcade <sighs> thing because yeah. Apple Arcade is a pile of crap. Uh, have you looked into it at all? I forget whether it, it doesn't have like triple A games, really, no, right? No. It just has like it has like apps. Not to say that mobile games are all crap or whatever. No, no, no. It has like one. It's got Fantasian. Vision Pro, Apple Arcade, you know, okay, that's cool for people who like use Apple Arcade, I guess. But uh Xbox Cloud Gaming on the Quest 3 uh is going to be interesting. It's not VR games. So no. there's, you know, you can cloud game on a virtual screen. Yeah, but this is now, but this is now, because like one of the, the big points I was making during like the Vision Pro thing that you were like, for $3,500, as I was talking like, like, what about like a young professional who's got like a small space and they want to have like a, a, like a little space to themselves where they can have, be closed off, where they can have this big screen without having to have it take up all the space. Yeah. All of those points I made make, make way more sense now right. at this $500, $500 price point. Yeah. I mean, I'll go right with you and say that, you know, for maybe for students in a cramped dorm yeah. or in a, in a, in an apartment. If you're that sharing is, a house with 11 people, right. Which is a real thing that I know exists because no one can afford to live anywhere. Yep. Well, this is now a real estate podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a, it's a seller's market. If you're buying, you're yeah. losing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe a $500 headset that serves all of these purposes. I could, I, I still would say just buy like a Chromebook, but like, <laughs> but you could maybe justify this a little bit more, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Okay. Regardless, uh, 
the pass-through is really impressive, too, because they said it's 18 pixels per degree, which, you know, it's not exactly one-to-one with math, so level with me here, but, like, doing a rough sort of estimate, it's, like, HD mm. pass-through, because so, it's 1980 by 1728 pixels. Mm. Like, that's pretty good, especially compared to... Quest twos. I just wrote bad because it was it was black and white and pixelated. Yeah, so. yeah. They were they. I mean, they put cameras on there, and having used that myself, yeah. like, it's not a great experience. Yeah. You don't want to spend any more time in that mode than you have to. You feel like an out of date Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> I was like exercising in my living room a few times, mm-hmm. and I heard my wife walk in, and I like you could tap the side yeah. of it to switch, and I I do that and I like look over at her, and she's just kind of like. And I can't, but I can't really see because it's so low res and black and white, yeah. but it was very useful, mm. but it is like, you know, I, I think for a lot of these things, it is really gonna, it's hard to, it's hard to tell, um, the usability of these headsets and mm-hmm. hard to, hard to really evaluate their quality. Just looking at a spec list, I am really interested to see how these things perform when they come out. And, uh, if, if I get to compare them, I think I'm, I put in my ticket to say, let me, host the short circuit for the quest three mm. so we'll see we'll and, see if they let me do that i wanted to make sure because this is the i think the most important comparison you and i as a man of culture yes glasses yes glasses compatibility I was just gonna say i forgot about the whole zeiss lenses thing for yeah. the vision pro so that it's gonna be even more expensive if you i mean it, we're not the market okay and this is this is the whole argument i was making in the last one when we talked about this was like they don't care. Like Apple does not care whether you need glasses or not. Mm. Like, and and they're not going to put the space in there for that. They're like, if you're buying this, you have money. Spend some more and get the fancy lenses. Although, you know? if you have the money, why didn't you get laser? <laughs> because that's what Tim Cook's going to sound like after a thousand Marlboros. <laughs> what? Laser. Get laser. <laughs> Welcome to another Apple event. <laughs> We got phones here. <laughs> this video doesn't have quick bits, but if it did, they'd be brought to you by Volcanica Coffee. Coffee is like apples. A cup a day keeps the bad tech news away. I- anyway, sometimes it's nice to ditch your no-name instant coffee pod and treat yourself to some high-quality stuff. Volcanica Coffee sources their beans from the finest crops in the best volcanic regions from around the world. Their exotic, high-quality coffee has distinctly different flavors and nuances to tantalize your taste buds. Check out Volcanica Coffee at the link below and use code LINUS15 for 15% off your order. I want to talk about the AI now because this is interesting to me. Meta has been sort of uh, a champion of open source AI. Uh, open AI, ironically, is the well, opposite. It's closed AI. They, they release almost nothing about um, the like under, underpinnings of their, of their tech. They keep it, keep it locked down. Uh, and Google's working on Bard. You know, you also have like Anthropic, which I guess everyone talks about, but I have not used Claude and apparently you can use it, but uh, I haven't heard m- much about it at all. It's got some interesting features. At Meta Connect, Mark Zuckerberg walks out and says, okay, now we do have our own AI assistant. We've integrated uh, at Llama, uh, Llama, and I, they said it's ba- it's built on Llama and 
other stuff. Well, the first thing you said when it came out was, hey, everybody, what about this crazy future where, like, everybody had VR and you had your own AI assistants and they and a bunch of different AI friends and they all showed up in the metaverse and you could talk to them like people. Did he say anyway, that? Anyway, here's the Quest 3. Is that what happened? That is what happened, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, he went on this whole, like, 15-minute tangent. Oh, you know what it was? I, I heard him say... You know, the real world is really amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you checked out. <laughs> and then right after he said that, it cut to that guy looking you, at the camera. And I was like, you I burst out laughing and immediately tried to make it. You immediately tweeted that. <laughs> I, was, I was like, it was just so funny to have Mark Zuckerberg, the weird like person who doesn't seem like a real human, who loves the metaverse, talking about it. You know... I will say, <laughs> grass <laughs> grass is pretty nice. That's not, I'm doing Tim Cook as Mark Zuckerberg. You no. know what? Reality really is amazing. <laughs> Recently, chat GPT got this, uh, the multimodal update. So now it can, it can see, hear, and speak is what OpenAI called it, which means that you can show it images, you can have it generate images, uh, it can analyze things that way. And now all the major AI... Uh, like the LLM services can do that. ChatGPT can do it. Mm. Bing ha has been able to do it for a while uh, with Dolly in both mm. of those cases. Bard has been able to do it uh, for a few months at least. I think they, I think they added that to Bard in like May or March or something. Mm. Um, and now Meta AI is launching their chatbot with multimodal capabilities with because of the other thing that they announced. Emu. Mm -hmm. Now they have their own image generator. I was actually really impressed. I think that these image generators have come so far in just a year and a bit. Like Dolly 2 launched and it was like, okay, you can make like a squishy, blurry image of a teddy bear holding a thing. And now you can create photorealistic imagery of like, you know, humans. And uh, Mid Journey was kind of farthest along, but now it seems like with Emu, that, it can do that as well. Dolly's recent update to Dolly 3, uh, it can do that as well. Like, everything is looking amazing with these image generators. And there's obviously copious ethical concerns still in the mix. Getty Images just released their own AI generator trained only on licensed images. So I think that's going in the right direction. Zuck said that meta AI can be invoked, and I love that that's the terminology we're using. It sounds like goddamn magic. <laughs> it sounds like... I invoke AI. <laughs> Put down your card. You're having a debate. It's a trap. Instead of like bringing up your phone and using Google. Yeah, so you can invoke meta AI, which is... It's a dumb name. They should have called it something. meta -i. You got ChatGPT, you got Bard, you got Bing. Bing AI is a stupid name. They could have... Everything that's blank well, AI is dumb and Well, no, stupid. it's not Bing AI. It's just Bing. Like, Bing is Bing. Bing is all one. Bing is all. <laughs> all right. Well, that's still stupid. <laughs> Guess what? But so they should have come up with a, a name. Because now we're saying meta AI for the assistant. I don't How about like this? it. Cortana. Anything. any Even that. If meta AI... If meta came out and said... It's called Cortana. I'd be like, fine, it's better. Um, That's a shot at Microsoft, by the way. So you can invoke it in Messenger, WhatsApp, and Instagram because yeah. those are Meta's chat apps, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I don't think you can you can't do that with with like can you you can go to your ChatGPT app and talk yeah. to ChatGPT, and there are a bunch of apps that have built in like ChatGPT API that, to GPT. Yeah. I think Snapchat AI you can do that. Yeah. 
uh, which just uses ChatGPT. But I don't think you could just like be in a group chat. That was, I mean, it's kind of scary. You can be in a group chat and be talking about something and you're like, where should we go on the trip? Let's get some ideas. Hey, Meta AI, give us some ideas. Mm. And it'll come in and give you some ideas. But that kind of scares me because I'm like, okay, maybe the people in your group chat, maybe your people in your group chat didn't consent to, you know, you bringing in this like data sucking AI that is using your data to train itself. Just like a new personality whose vibe they have to like get. Like right now I got to adjust to the sixth voice. Like the what? Like, you know, you ever been like a group and all of a sudden like you're the sixth boy. What'd you say? Coming to theaters. (laughs) The sixth boy. What did you Fall. say? No, I mean like I mean like it's like one of those things where like you know you're just hanging out with people, and then like they just uh, like someone just brings like a new person. Oh the yeah, group, yeah. And yeah. you're just like now you gotta like get like a read on their like their personality. Yeah. <laughs> like like it's like meta it's like, AI is the awkward friend that wasn't invited. Yeah, it just like shows up, and then like you're like, all right, now I have to like understand, like, contemplate this person while also being afraid for my like privacy. You're like, ah, oh, I didn't really want to get to know a new person right now. Yeah, I was just looking to like crack a cold one with the boys. With the boys. And not, not not boys plus new boy. Not sixth boy. <laughs> In theaters Friday. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. So, I think this is why this was interesting to me. ChatGPT is obviously used very widely, although users have apparently dropped off a cliff from when it was at its peak. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but it has remained sort of like in its own bubble. Bing is there. But in order to use Bing, you have to use Bing. And I think a lot of people still don't like well, it, using Bing. It's, it's yeah. I mean, they do. They are adding compatibility with third-party browsers. So at least you don't have to use oh, Edge. really? I believe that's correct, yes. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Um, yeah, and obviously, like, you know, it's in Edge or whatever. But regardless, I, I like the idea. I think this is where things are going, is you have an AI assistant um, that may, I don't know if they talked specifically, oh, they did talk about this training specifically to certain people, but having an AI that you can like bring into multiple different things mm-hmm. and that, you know, Windows Copilot, I think is going to be a bit like that, uh, where it's just like a Windows, which is apparently rolled out now. Yeah, but I am, af- I am afraid for it. I haven't checked anything on that. We'll have to see. I, I'm afraid because like one of the things I showed in the demo on their, on their September whatever event was the September 21st event was like she highlighted like a whole block of text in the email and immediately popped up and was like hey maybe you should do this with that mm. and I already hate it when Microsoft Word does that because it's always wrong yeah, yeah it's yeah. always like hey do you want to like put that in a resume no I don't it's almost funny because these features aren't it, it seems like these features are often not geared towards like power users mm-hmm. who like I know what I have to do. I know how to do it. Just let me do it. And these companies keep creating these features that are like, hey, I can help you. It's like Clippy just keeps coming back. We keep killing him. (laughs) And he keeps, why won't you die? But I think think that that kind of feature can be useful for non-power users who are like, I'm just trying to do this for the first time. And and if it's- Grandmas are going to love AI. If it's usability is, is good enough to like- make up for the fact that it pops up at inopportune times where it's like hey do you want to do this wrong thing but it's like no but i want to do this right thing and it's like okay sure yeah like if it does that then i don't know why it sounds like a like an old-timey disney character but (laughs) 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I can help with that. <laughs> Hi, a bucko. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, but the the thing that we have to talk about, one of the last things, is these freaking characters. <laughs> so meta <laughs> meta AI is the general is the general name for the assistant. You know, it's the Siri, it's the Alexa, it's the Google Assistant. But uh, Meta announced AI Studio, which is which will be a way for uh, I guess creators, I guess brands, uh, developers to create uh, AI characters with specific characteristics that are good for different things. Mm-hmm. So if you want to talk to an AI about sports, you talk to the AI character played by Tom Brady. Tom Brady. And if you want to talk to somebody about manga, you talk to Japanese tennis champion Naomi Osaka. Is that real? Yes. No. <laughs> She's a tennis champion. Yes. <laughs> Some of these things didn't And make if it. you want to laugh, you <sighs> talk to international funny man mm. Jimmy aka Mr. Beast. He's a hilarious like he's a comedian. He knows burgers, he knows chocolates. Those are those are that's two fonts of comedy right there. <laughs> It's like it it just smacks of like a tech giant not understanding what an influencer's like wheelhouse is. Like you're the biggest YouTuber on the planet. You must be funny, right? Like I don't think he's that funny. I think he's like a good businessman and like a cool hype guy. Here's the thing is it, it almost feels like they it almost felt like they understood wheelhouses in that they were subverting them. <laughs> like, like they, 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 they did that really well to like good well, effect a, with, with Snoop. With Snoop as right. like a DM. That's a really good subversion of like, where is Wheelhouse? He's like, hey, he's like, he's like this rapper yeah. and he's uh, people love him for a bunch of different reasons. Let's make him a DM because that's kind of hilarious. That was sort of like a funny kind of a sub- subversion. But making Mr. Beast, a man who has the terrible condition that prevents him from smiling or he will die. Okay. Um, Making him the the face of of comedy, yeah, very strange. It's 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 not far away enough to be like, yeah. oh, they're subverting exactly. what he's actually known for, but it's also not close enough to what he actually does. Right, making Paris Hilton a detective is funny because that's yes. never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, so also, oh wait, okay. There's one thing I need to mention. I have to mention from for this specific part was when they had Charlie D'Amelio as Coco, which they labeled the Dancing Queen, mm. and the Frickin' voice said, making sure your moves aren't sus. <laughs> <laughs> we have like a like a suburban dad watching the thing. He's like, I worry about whether my moves are sus every day. Please help. Um, okay. Do you dance like you just came out of a vent and ate a person? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> that's where sus comes from, from among us. Oh, okay. Geez, now I think it. I think it escaped that a long time ago. Yeah, I know. The but term. Still, I just. I. I thought it was a funny thing to say. Regardless, so I think across the board, these celebrities playing AI things makes zero sense because you you're talking to an AI that has nothing to do with the celebrity. The mm. AI is not pretending to be, you know, Tom Brady or whatever. Yeah. It's just. And they even it's, have different names. It's just expressive gifs of their face. Yeah. It, it, it's it, just a... It's, it's like, like a, a slightly more technologically advanced version of when you'd go on Omegle, <laughs> hit random roulette, and a person would be pop up and be pretending to be Gwen Stefani. Yeah. It would just be a repeating loop of Gwen Stefani's right. face. And even worse, it's not even like a loop. It's like a bunch of clips. I saw this in the, in the, in the live stream. It's a bunch of clips that they morph into each other with mm-hmm. like image morphing. Mm-hmm. 
And so every once in a while, like it's got Snoop Dogg kind of like doing a little laugh and he's like, <laughs> and then it does this like weird, like, and he morphs into another expression because that's a separate clip and they just like blended them together. I love that. I'm just like, for, for why do I have this little video playing in the corner so I can like pretend I'm talking? So <laughs> they said, I think they said that this is in alpha. So I don't even think it's like going to be public anytime soon. Okay, I looked this up and the AI characters are actually in beta. So some of the public can interact with them and they even have Facebook and Instagram profiles. So, okay. But they did show it, they were showing it as a proof of concept for uh, creators and brands to create, to, to, to show that we can create specific AI characters to represent brands, creators. And like, like this is a trend that's happening right now mm. with like, there's a few like niche creators online that are doing it. They're, mm-hmm. they're training AIs on their own. Grimes did it, I think. Um, they're training AIs on their own like tweets and texts and all these things to like talk like them. People with simp armies. Yeah. Yeah. Simp armies. Your amaranths. So yes. So they're like looking to monetize that. But also I think that there is a practical application where, okay, I want to ask a podcast host, the example he gave, I think was Andrew Huberman. Uh, you know, you maybe want to ask, Oh, are you going to have this guy on? Are you going to have this? Are you going to talk about this topic soon? Or like whatever? I don't know. And then they, the AI could give you uh, mm. information about that. Cause it has that information that could be useful. Yeah. It could be useful for that, uh, for basically eliminating social media coordinators mm. as a job. Well, maybe but like this is this is when i first heard that this is the immediate thing that i thought of and that i liked probably eliminating a lot of customer support that's what i was thinking Mm. of was i was thinking of there are so many goddamn sites out there with brain dead assistants that do not help me at all yeah the first thing i type in every time i get to them is talk to an agent yeah if meta can sell them a service that actually works so I also don't have to talk to human beings, but I can still be served. Mm. I'm all for it. Right. Yeah. And I think that AI was always, you know, that was kind of one of the most obvious use cases uh, since ChatGPT came out was like, oh, those chatbots on the websites suck and this will make them better. But Calling them chatbots is generous. Sure. But uh, these... Uh, having that trained specifically on like a specific brand and like the personality Mm. of the brand and all that stuff could, I I think that is a good use of AI. I would love to see Wendy's customer support. (laughs) They're just like memeing on you. They're just like, they're just denigrating you. What's up, bitch? You want a burger? (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I can't help you with that. Why don't you go stuff your face with some more nuggets? Your mother doesn't love you. All right. On that note, um, lastly, real quick, the Ray-Ban smart glasses. Uh, camera's better. It comes in more styles. It's lighter. But yeah, I'm, I am genuinely interested in how this is going to play out. Yeah, that thing they showed with the with the like the thing that blew me away was the like it can help you repair a leaky faucet. Yes, I was like you because like I was thinking about that, and it's like it wouldn't just. I'm assuming when he says that he's not talking about like just like a general leaky faucet. I mean, like there, it'll be specifically identifying like this, what this looks like. There's got to be like patterns of different ways that misbehaving faucets look for different problems. So like, (laughs) and you can't always send him to stay in the corner for a timeout. (laughs) 
No, I just mean instead of spending like $83 on, on per hour for a plumber, Whoa. you can spend $200 on a pair of glasses. And wreck your own plumbing even more. Sorry, I'm saying that because I recently had a plumbing mishap. A trained plumber did it wrong, so I'm like, I don't even trust myself. But oh. not, not you know, Google searching changed the world. Yeah. Being able to just be like, hmm, what is that thing? And you look it up, and now you have the information. Mm. And I think that having a an agent that is able to experience what you're experiencing and give you context directly, you know, there's so, like Google searching is a skill right now. Yeah. You go on there, and your first search, you're not going to find what you. I mean, then a you lot add of time. Reddit to the end of it. <laughs> yeah, and then that'll help a lot. Yeah, but I think that again, you know, this is like we have to think about it in terms of hardcore techie people and we have to think about it in terms of not techie people at all because for them this is going to change a lot they're going to be able to look at something and say what do i do here and the other thing what am i looking at is you know you compare it to something like google google glass is that they're making it fashionable as well as functional so that it, it you know, people can be excited about the prospect of it and also not feel like they're standing out for being into it, right. like being othered. Right, right, right. They look like normal glasses. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing about it is, like, this is stuff that, like, this, it's it's so sci-fi. Like, I remember, like, watching Altered Carbon mm. and, like, he was, like, asking, like, an, like an like an AI contact lens. He's like, it's like, where's the best place to go to, to, to stay for the night? And it's like, go to this hotel. Yeah. It like, can tell you that. Like, it can do like, that it won't, now. You know, it won't be perfect. This is the first... <clears throat> Uh, I mean, is it the first? I think it might be the first real product that can do something like that. I mean, like Google Glasses uh, could give you like Google search results. And I think there's some like, I think there's Huawei or Xiaomi is doing something like this. But I think that in terms of having glasses, obviously it doesn't have a heads up display. Mm -hmm. So that's the main limitation. Um, I'm guessing that, you know, you ask it something and if if it has a result that you have to look at, you can look at your phone. But um, regardless, I think that having being able to show the AI a, a picture directly from your vision uh, could be a game changer. Um, and now, basically, we have the underlying technology here, and now we just add a heads-up display to it. I don't know. And then bam. we'll have to see. Um, it those are available October seventeenth, starting at three hundred dollars. And which is actually kind of crazy. They announced it and then it's going to be here real soon. Mm. Um, the Quest 3 is launching, it's shipping October 10th mm-hmm. for $500. And the AI meta stuff, I'm honestly kind of confused about that. As with like many of the uh, LLM based bots, uh, they're available in various forms of, of beta. Hey. There's, there's Bing and ChatGPT, which is probably the most available, but. If any of my loved ones are watching and want to get me something stupid and expensive for my birthday, what? there's two the options. Three? Oh, 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 or the Ray-Bans? Glasses, yeah. Honestly, I don't think I want the Ray-Bans. <laughs> I want to the try them. The thing I'm most excited about I try are these them. Ray-Ban glasses. I cannot stress how excited I am for them. I do not want these f***ing glasses <laughs> a- on my face. <laughs> I'm a tech YouTuber. I'm interested in them to cover them, not to like have in my home because that's kind of I don't know. It it still weirds me out. Meta, you're you're cooler than you used to be, but you're still Facebook. I know who you are under there. I know you under are under that weird squiggly logo. Your moms, your moms and aunts. You, they are moms and aunts. Yeah. <laughs> 
trying to friend me. Just envisioning like a big like monster made up physically of a mass of moms. A momatron? Yeah. But he falls. Like that. The the the, the gnomes. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's enough of this. We went for way too long, but hopefully this is a good episode. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Talk linked. It's a thing. It happens when we have stat holidays, basically. And we love you. Th yeah, sure. I love you. Subscribe. See you later. Yeah, I'm going to say it back. What? You're talking to me? Cut that. Oh, Cut my that. stomach Cut is... That. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs>